It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Knicks, Jets, etc. And not with me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, my pal, my boy, Alex, the Tratocaster, out on vacation. But we got a, a friend of this show and the co-host of Winning Picks Weekly on our show tonight. But before we get into all that, you know what it is. Alex isn't here, but we got to get the call to action. If if you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, the Knicks Jets, etc., nobody spells it out. Don't be crazy. If you're not following us on Twitter, on Facebook... What are you doing, man? Why are you even here? Right? We know you're listening. Just like our stuff. Subscribe to it. Hit the notification button on on YouTube. Leave us a comment. We'll read it out. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, you guys have been getting at us a little bit, um, especially in, in the Jets tweets. Uh, going a little bit back and forth. Definitely check out the Jets episode coming up. Uh, lot, lots of news coming out there. But you know what it is. You got you to gotta like, subscribe to our social media. We're everywhere. Uh, you name it, we are there. And of course, I'm not as professional as Alex here with the call. But it's all right, because today, as I said in the beginning, we got our co-host from Winning Picks Weekly. We got friend of the Knicks pod. We got writer for Knicks Fan TV. What up, Chip? What's up, John? Thanks for having me on, man. appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you coming on uh, the, the Knicks episode. Um, without my boy Alex here, there's... <laughs> Or Alex leaves and every everything's on fire, man. He's he, he's like, oh, when I go away, the Knicks are gonna get the Donovan Mitchell trade. Uh, all these things are gonna happen. None of that, but there's disaster everywhere. Yeah. And I, uh, let's just start with the Knicks here. This is the Knicks pod. Let's just start it out slow, Chip, because I, I know everyone's here. Everyone wants to yell about uh, pre 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 season basketball. Uh, but before we get into all that. We haven't had you on since the Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I want to call it debacle. Let's just call it the Donovan Mitchell era started uh, in New York, hardcore here, where all of a sudden the rumors came out. The Don after Gobert left, Mitchell has to get traded. He, even though he didn't really request a trade, but he wants to go to either Miami or New York. As usual, we have Danny Ainge. We got Pat Riley. We got the New York Knicks led by Leon Rose and a shadow of James Dolan. Never forget, especially when we're talking trades, when we're talking acquisitions, James Dolan is in the background. So I'm glad you're here, Chip. I got to get your take on this whole Donovan Mitchell situation right now. Just just with the NBA. And then we'll talk about specifically uh, to the Knicks. Yeah, Danny Ainge is just annoying the hell out of everyone, like he usually does when he's got a trade looming. I, I'm just, I just want this to be over with. I, I just want Donovan Mitchell to be on the Knicks, like we know he's going to be. Like you mentioned, Pat Riley, and I guess the Heat are out there too. But we all know they're zeroed in on Durant more now. We saw the Durant stuff come up recently uh, again with him reiterating his trade request. I. The Heat aren't focused on Mitchell. They're focused on Durant. It's a one-team thing. It's Mitchell wants to go to New York. The Knicks have the best trade package available. 
They have the most picks. They have a young player picked out that Utah wants in Quentin Grimes, which Ainge has been leaking to every reporter in the world that the, the Jazz like Quentin Grimes. So obviously you would think they're haggling over the amount of picks and the Knicks not wanting to give up Quentin Grimes is what they've been haggling over. So just, oh, I can't imagine Utah wants to go into training camp in the preseason with Mitchell on the roster. I mean, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to cause problems with his team at all, but I would think they'd want to get this done sooner rather than later. But I mean, if it was any other GM in the NBA, I think the deal probably would have been done by now, but Ainge just really doesn't care about (laughs) the uncomfortability of it. So, I mean, this is the guy who traded Paul Pierce, like from Boston. So he's, he's going to do whatever. And, you know, he, he got four picks for Rudy Gobert. So he's, he's like, I got to get, he's probably thinking I got to get at least four for Mitchell too. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely optics uh, for Danny Ainge to consider here. And honestly, it was, it was weird for me to see him on Utah. It was just a weird acquisition in general uh, with Danny Ainge. But now I totally understand. He's just the guy. If you have players, they need to be traded. Like you want to call Danny Ainge. Like I'm sure if Joe Sy could somehow get Danny Ainge in the building right now to facilitate his Kevin Durant trade, he'd well, be. If he listens to KD, he may do it. <laughs> he may do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I I I understand his role now in the NBA to just be that guy, and that kind of goes into your point about I don't know if Donovan Mitchell could be in Utah in training camp. Honestly, Danny Ainge is the guy. Who showed you could? And honestly, if you, if Daryl Morey was able to do what he did with, you know, just the facilitation of Harden and Ben oh. Simmons, where it's always like, this guy can't be here. This guy can't be here. And Morey, he would, yeah. Morey and then, learned from Ainge. Morey's another Ainge. They relish the chaos. That's they the thing. It. That's yeah. the thing, man. They can control, mm-hmm. they can control the building. Yeah. So I don't know if there's leverage that way, personally. And then we have this latest news that comes out that the Knicks actually are having a tough time letting go of Grimes, right? Just that, you know, that, that silly shooting guard who just played, you know, in the summer league, who obviously the Knicks fan base, we love, I've been calling him mini Allen Houston, you know, since last mm. year, he he was really gritty coming back with that knee injury, even though he obviously wasn't healthy. Right. And we, we were in a lost season. There was no reason for him to do that, but he's trying to get in this rotation that, he's a he's a definitely a type of player in two three years where championship teams are going to need him you know need that type of player to be on the squad so I understand why the Knicks would have trepidation you know about losing Grimes so I, I don't know it, it recently it seems to be a cause of concern and on the other hand we have Obi Toppin Obi Toppin seems to be the guy that Utah definitely wants which makes everything really interesting and we'll we'll, we'll trickle down. Um, into into honestly the big gaping hole that that can cause, right? Especially after we talk about this uh, pre 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 season game uh, in this pro am. So let me first ask you, what do you think about the prospect of keeping Grimes and maybe having to let go of Obi Toppin, our, our you know our highest pick since RJ? I know it doesn't feel like that long ago, but. You know, and we had the whole CAA thing. It was Leon Rose's first pick, the whole agent thing. Like, do you, what do you, how do you feel about this situation right now? 
I don't love trading either one of them. I don't. I realize that Grimes is probably the one that's going to have to go. Um, I think that in a perfect world, Randall's gone and Obi moves in and you see what you have as a starter. I think you already know like what Grimes is though. So it's easier to keep Grimes. I get that. Like, so if they want to move Toppin instead, that I would understand. But as far as I just think there's more potential with Toppin. So I, I would move Grimes before I move Toppin. I think I maybe it's just like from a fan perspective, and I really I, I like Top not that I don't like Grimes. I like Grimes a lot too, but I, I would just really, really want to see what Toppin can do in a prolonged stretch as the starter with more run to see. I, I don't want to see him go somewhere else and play 25 to 30 minutes a game or 28 to 32, whatever you want to call it, and start, which is what he'd do in Utah. He'd just go in and start and then get an opportunity he never had here and play really well. And Grimes might do the same thing, but I just think there's more there with Obi. I think Obi, I don't know if either one of them is going to be an all-star, but like consistent all-star, but maybe one of them gets an all-star appearance at some point. I think those guys are going to be really good. I, I I like the potential more with Obi. I think Obi showed a lot when he started at the end of the year last year. And Grimes, the stuff that we saw from Grimes was in the summer league. So I'm going to go with what I saw in the regular <laughs> season from Obi and say I'd rather trade Grimes. No, all fair. due respect. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's a fair take, man. It's a fair take. The only issue I have, so your, your perspective is from the Knicks. My issue is why would the Utah Jazz want Obi Toppin? I mean, we had Jake Hatch here a couple weeks ago. Uh, he was a part of that, um, debacle, let's call it, where, you know, uh, they read a text message that said Donovan Mitchell, you know, trade is, is done or nearly done. Yeah. And it set off, you know, flame. So we had Jake Hatch on, you know, friend of the show, uh, also, uh, runs the BYU Cougars account for locked on. I was talking to him about Obi Toppin and I understand that he's good. And I 100% agree with the potential that you talked about. Okay. I agree with it. The thing is, he's going to be 27 years old when he's a free agent in Utah. Without a winning season, like, what is, why on earth would he resign in Utah, even if they give him the max? He, like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why Utah's not going to be able to keep him. I understand they want someone young, someone fun, sell tickets, right? The dunk contest business. He's older, so he's more mature. He's good at basketball, right? He's easy to yeah. love too. Like, he's really friendly off the court with the kids or whatnot. You see him playing pro am games, so he's like engaged in the community. Like he's he's a good guy all around, right? He's nasty at basketball, and he could be the number one option, like we saw when he was in college. What does he do for Utah? This is why I'd trade for him if I were Utah. Probably, probably, I'd probably prefer Grimes if I were yeah. Utah, just like, because what, he what is a wing. But if I were looking at Obi, if I were Utah. 
I would say, first of all, you're going to suck for a long time. Your two best players are gone. Your two top jersey sellers are gone. You have one of the biggest stars. Obi is a guy who you can come in and build excitement around. You can't do that if you get Quentin Grimes. Obi just won the dunk contest. Obi's going to sell jerseys. Obi, like I just said about with the way he started games last year, maybe we can bring him in. We can pitch him as a guy who can start. And he was buried on the, as a GM, you're thinking he was buried on the end of the bench in New York. Didn't get a lot of time. The perception is that the team and the coach didn't really believe in him. Maybe if we show him from right from the jump that we do believe in him and start him, he's more uh, inclined to sign, resign with us when he becomes a free agent. And I, that's a good reason to bring him in. I think, look, you're now you gave up. Uh, you traded Gobert. You're not exactly strong in the front court, too. Not that they're going to be strong anywhere yeah. at the end of all of this. But I don't know. I kind of agree with you about Grimes. I think this is a wings league and wings who can shoot and defend and handle the ball like it looks Grimes. Like it looks like Grimes is developing a handle. I, I think those guys are are probably more important. But um. Yeah. I just contradicted myself because I, I said I would rather keep Obi, but well, uh, well, that's probably well, a, that's probably a fan thing, though. I well, here's the I thing: here's if the I'm thing. A, I'm trying to be an unbiased GM uh, and say like from the, the outside looking side. in, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So I mean that that you know that's where we're going here. So I, we kind of broke broke down who would you rather have if you're Utah Grimes and Grimes or Obi. Honestly, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm not leaving the room without IQ, but that's just me. Oh, I'm, God. I'd rather have him, but that's not even a, a question. I know, I'd I know rather have Knicks, him than both of them, of course. I know the Knicks aren't budging there. I'm glad they're not, but I was definitely worried about that, especially before this year started. I was like, hey, man, at any time Donovan Mitchell is going to come here, it has to be for IQ, right? Just like makes sense uh, mm. with their position, but I'm glad that's not happening. That's from me from the Utah side, right? If I'm the Utah, I'm going, like, give me IQ, give me Grimes, and then we'll talk about the picks. But we're here for the Knicks side. We're obviously Knicks fans. We're, 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 we're Leon Rose right now. Looks like we're James Dolan for life because mm-hmm. he's, he's here for life. So yeah, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So what, why I said James Dolan's involved here is because I believe that all this stuff is coming out in the media and the rumors to rile everybody up specifically to get to James Dolan and his people and to, and to, Force a trade, right? We saw it with Melo. Uh, we saw the opposite uh, of Kyle Lowry, right? Like he wouldn't do the thing because he was upset with the GM, right? It's literally personal. So I can see, you know, training camp comes, Donovan Mitchell's in Utah. Now, Don, now James Old's like, dude, what are we doing here? Like, let's get this going. You know what I mean? That, that, that's kind of the strategy that I can see kind of rolling through. You think Ainge and Utah are going to try and, and force Dolan to force Leon's hand. I think this, this. I think this is what's currently what what currently happened. And maybe the where we're in right now. I know we're in a, a kind of a everybody's on vacation again, including our boy Alex. But I I do feel like that's why this is here. Like the the rage of Nick's Twitter. What like Danny Ainge must have been so excited. Probably booked the vacation that morning. Mm-hmm. Like this is amazing, perfect. I'm not gonna talk to them for three weeks. You know, let, 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 let Nick's Twitter rage, let the community go off and say we need Donovan Mitchell. And then let's see, throw, yeah, throw the ball, throw the first ball in the Brooklyn Cyclones game. Yeah, go to Mets games, like, go, like, have a good time. Yankees, Mets, like, do the whole, go to White Plains, 
Like, you know, go, go to the academies and let's get this riled up because of James Dolan. But I'm going to ask you as a Nick fan, I know you're the Evan Fournier guy. We know he's the number one, you know, because of his contract that probably has to go here, but let me get you off this topic with this. Give me your ideal Knicks trade. You don't, you don't have to go too specific with what picks and, uh, and you know, on protections specifically, but I would like you to. Uh, give me the picks and give me the players you're going to be satisfied with. And then we're going to move on to this lovely, lovely preseason game. So this is realistic trade, like no Julius Randall being included? Cause you yeah, because you, yeah, because the yeah. Jazz don't want. Yeah, they don't want Julius Randall. Um, what do you think Ainge is going to accept? What do you think Ro- – you, we already know what's on the table – we already know what the GMs both don't want to do. I want, I'm asking you, Chip. What What is the trade going to be? What are you going to be yeah. okay with? Okay. Well, as far as the picks go, I'd be willing to send two unprotected ones of ours. Okay. I'd be willing to do that. I think Mitchell's that good. And then yeah. – A swap in the middle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and then – Yeah. And then I guess you send – the Dallas pick probably, and the Washington pick's gonna be good. I don't want to send the Washington pick. Oh, really, Chip? You are the first person I, I have encountered that actually values these protected picks. Oh, really? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, used, I'm the one standing by myself on a platform. Like you, everybody told me that these protected picks were absolutely useless, and now they're telling me that Utah doesn't want them. Okay, great. Like, I'll keep them. <laughs> you well, know Utah, like, well, Utah wants as many Knicks picks. They don't want other teams' picks anyway. They don't want other teams' picks anyway, so we don't need to talk about that. They fine. just want as many Knicks picks as possible. Because, because now when the Knicks are when the Knicks do trade their first-round picks, we'll at least still have picks in the draft. You know, we'll still yeah. have assets. And we've seen the Knicks be able to pick pretty well. Honestly, the lower it is uh, on the draft board, the better they are at choosing players, which I can't even remember the last time that happened with the Knicks organization. So you got the you got the two and a half picks, the two unprotected with the swap. Let's call it an unprotected swap. And then we have two protected picks. So now we're at four and a half with two with two protection. Do you think that's going to be enough with the pick side? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you're calling four and a half. So that that's what that's what's going to put us over on the Gobert. You said we need more than Gobert. So you think that swap does it? No, I think I don't think they need more because they're going to give up. They're going to give up Grimes, who's a better prospect than. Okay, so let's jump to the players. So you got Grimes and who else? Yeah, Fournier. You're going to have to give up Fournier because his because of his contract. Yep. And then I think okay, they're not going to want to, but you got to trade. Derrick Rose makes a bunch of money. I think you you put in Derrick Rose. So you got D Rose, Grimes, and Fournier, and then you got Mitchell coming in alone. That's what I put in. Yeah. Okay. And with the, with the with the four and a half draft picks. All right. Honestly, the more this trade, the more this trade prolongs, the more I see a crazy. Three slash fourteen blockbuster trade, where yeah, it's not going to be straight up, and it's not going to be a two team deal. 
It can't be. I I, I think I think the Lakers are going to get involved here. Uh, I think Westbrook is going to be shipped somewhere. Uh, we'll see where. I think he's going to be involved. I think Cam Reddish is going to be involved. Uh, there's a couple of players that are yeah. going to move around here. So I don't think it's going to be a two-team trade. I'm going to be upset if we lose more than two unprotected picks. If you want to protect them top four, you can have three. And I know that's going to limit our assets for trading for another superstar. I get it. But if you if you just protect us for the top four, just in case, I'm okay with that. I know that sounds a little bit crazy because you're losing a whole pick just for, you know, protection. But, man, if we have a bad year and we end up top four and we lose it, um, and, the, you know, everything's even that, right? It's not like the old lottery odds where top four would be crazy. You know, you have to yeah. be terrible. All you have to do here is be the 10th and lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's a bad year for us? With, bad year with, is no playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bad if we don't make the playoffs. playoffs and we don't have a pick and we have Donovan Mitchell, like, what are we doing? Yeah, you know what I mean? That, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? That'd be embarrassing. Exactly. That'd be an embarrassing so that, that, if they miss the playoffs. But, but if we miss the playoffs and then get a top four pick, plus, you know, you know, probably a new regime and the coaching staff, of course, that'll make a difference. But, you know, we didn't, we haven't even asked you about this, man. What, how do you think Jalen Brunson's going to do on this team? Oh, I think he's going to do great. I'm not worried about Brunson at all. Okay, so... That's a, that's an easy transition for me into this pre pre preseason pro am game. <sighs> Where do I start, man? Where do I start with this? We have n- the New York Knicks players, Julius Randle, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Brunson, our hundred million dollar man, went played a pro am game, which is amateurs, and that pros can join the league and they play. Obviously. Okay. First of all, shout out to Knicks Fan TV. Shout out to CP. Uh, you know, where you write for them, where our boy Alex is the uh, senior editor. They covered, they covered this game so much that literally Sports Illustrated is covering Knicks Fan TV, covering the pro-am. So shout out to CP. Shout out to Knicks Fan TV. And that's where we watched the game. Like that's literally where I watched it off, off uh, Knicks Fan TV YouTube. So. Shout out to them for getting us eyes on it. And it was a fun game to watch, right? Like they were, they were hopping around, playing skip to my Lou, like Jalen Brunson's chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell that the other players are definitely playing harder. Like that's annoying to even say, right? Because anytime anyone loses anything, especially, you know, when we're playing after, I wasn't even trying. Oh yeah. You know, or if you're playing FIFA, like you sit up, right? Like yeah. I wasn't trying. Now I'm going to start trying. I get all that. But you, at some point, you got to think that Randall and Obi and, and Jalen Brunson are not trying to get hurt here. They're just playing basketball. I, I think uh, what LeBron and DeRozan back in the day where they joined the Drew League, they won by one point. right? So it, it's, it's a little bit of different basketball. Um, anyone who even plays pickup basketball, when you play against people who are trying really, really hard to beat you, or like playing this really, really hard defense where you're just kind of t- trying to take it easy and just like chill. It's different, right? Like when you go what play was that? Ball, Didn't Devin Booker get really upset? Someone was fouling him in that. No, he got upset that, that they sent the double team on him. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay. Joakim yeah. Noah sent the double team on him. Shout out to Joakim Noah. Finally off our books. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he was upset about that. So that's that, you know, that, that, that's a good point. That's the kind of energy. 
uh, that they're uh, exuding here. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. I'm, I'm not gonna. I already put my spin on it. But I'm just gonna ask you. What do you think about their performances? And honestly, even one percent. Does it bother you that they lost by double digits to an amateur team? Not at all. I thought. I think it's so lame that ESPN was talking about it. Like I, I looked up at on Twitter, and there were multiple tweets about wow, ESPN just has nothing to talk about. It was Jalen and Jacoby, of course. Like just come on, man. Like you have nothing. I get that it's August in the NBA and there's not a lot going on, but not for nothing, but Kevin Durant requested a trade again yesterday and asked for his coach and GM to be fired. Like, and you're they talking about it, this. It's been yeah. Cover that. yeah. And you're talking about this. Yeah. Like, well, it's just Knicks for clicks. We all know it, but honestly, dude, I, I I'm with you. Right. And like, I would just poo poo it away. I mean, it was fun. There was lots of highlights that were really fun. I'm hyped about Jalen Brunson, but I'm, not, I'm at least 1% annoyed, <laughs> right? That the, the, you know, that my, my three NBA players couldn't just like smack this team. But again, there's context to it, especially when you're playing ball. These guys, yeah, Julius Randle was there. So. They lost. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I'm glad you I'm brought that jo- up. I'm joking, of course. But no, 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 no. Like half yeah. joking, half yeah, joking. Yeah, I'm. The, I feel like I'm the resident Julius Randall apologist here, and I think it's important to note that when he did have a point guard, and that guy's name was Derrick Rose, who you just traded, uh, you know, last <laughs> segment. When he when he was healthy, I could trade Cam instead of Rose, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, so <laughs> but anyway, um, if Derrick Rose was able is was able to really lift up Julius Randle's game. Imagine what Jalen Brunson can do, right? That 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 that's really my take with Randle, and just as an kind of an extra. You know, tidbit to that. If we trade Obi Top into Utah, because that's you know that's the only guy they want, and now not only are we stuck with Julius Randle, but we are reliant on Julius Randle, right? Like we, he needs to be good. It's not even a, oh, let's trade him. No, no, no. It's this guy is really gonna. It's we're gonna either be good if he's good or bad if he's bad. So, do you think that this team as constructed, right? Let's let's forget about Donovan Mitchell. Let's just leave it as is. Because we're gonna let's just we're gonna start the league year with this team. Okay, let's just let's just go with that. I don't know if you want to take the pro am game, you know, in, into your analysis here. But how do you feel about our starting lineup? <laughs> I I'm gonna assume it's Fournier in there at shooting guard for you, so let's nah. let's do Jalen nah, Brunson. Nah, nah. Oh, I got okay. it. I, I love him. I, I said this when we signed him. I I think his ideal position is as a sixth man. I think he'd be sixth man of the year caliber player if he came off the bench. Well, I think Gr- man on our team with IQ. Oh well, him and IQ would yeah. come off the bench at the same yeah. time. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and he'd put up more scoring numbers, so he'd be the one who would. Six man is all about scoring. Whatever, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. need to go into that. Um, no, no. I think I think I, I think actually that's pretty important to note because. Like D Rose, IQ, Fournier, they're all trying to be that six man. 
You know what I mean? And yeah, they they're all trying to. They're all going to score. I think IQ's points should go up next year, and yeah, for sure. But starting lineup: you got Brunson, Grimes, Brunson, Grimes, RJ, yeah, Randall. Randall and Mitch. I mean, there's no Randall point in saying Randall so, won't be in there. Yeah. So, what do you think about that five? I mean, Vegas has a set at thirty nine and a half right now. I think that's about right. I think that's a forty one team. Where's that land us in the East? They won thirty seven last year. I think adding Brunson makes them three wins better. I think that would have put them into the playing game last year mm. at forty wins. I think that puts them in there. Last I think, year, but this year the East is different. It's oh yeah, different teams are here. down. Teams it's are down. Good. The Hornets are not going to be good. I, but the Cavs you know, are going to be good. I, people, Hawks, the we'll people, ha, the people are like predicting that the Cavs are going to take a step back, which I don't agree with. People, they're also saying the Hawks are going to be better because they got Murray. I don't know. I'll believe that when I see that. Their but, depth is so bad, but we'll get into that different. I day. don't know. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see that. The I think Orlando that, Magic. Yeah, the the Magic are coming. They got a lot of young talent. <laughs> They're coming. Um, and by the, I can't wait for Paolo to fucking dunk on Dejounte Murray's head. It's gonna be fantastic. That is a that is a fun rivalry. Yeah, uh, that's hilarious that, that you're on the Paolo side because you're uh, in the closet. What other Magic. what other side is there to be on Dejounte Murray's side? Oh my god! I mean, he is on the Atlanta Hawks now. So that he, guy sucks. He's a <laughs> Screw All right, that guy. All right, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Chip is off the Atlanta Hawks bandwagon officially, God. and um, <laughs> he has the Knicks finishing ahead of the Hawks. But anyway, so you you think that we are three games better than last year as a play-in with Jalen Brunson here, probably gonna even out Randall and Obi's minutes if everything stays you know the same here. Uh, RJ obviously gonna get an uptick. Probably on in everything except for uh, utility, probably right. Like I think probably uh, Brunson would take some of that off, and then we have a healthy bench. Rose. Well, it's that's a big if on Rose. If he's gonna be healthy. IQ Fournier, Cam Reddish, if he's still here, you know, again, he's a, your boy, if he's around. Um, we got Hardenstein; he's killing it. Obviously, Obi. Sims, my favorite player on the whole Knicks team. Where's Sims land in this, by the way, with Hardenstein there? I think he's just our third string center. Yeah, he's I guess he's play not. Play. Oh, he, yeah, he's, you know, he's just hanging out. I think, I think he's fine. I think he's uh, hyped that he got his contract. And uh, I, 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 listen, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news here, but if you're a Knicks fan listening in August, you know. That maybe our starting center, who we just resigned, doesn't always stay on the court. Whether it's foul trouble, yeah, he's an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> right, and I don't know how how much we're trusting Hartenstein out there. You know, uh, I like the way he plays in the high post. Yeah, he's a good passer. He's yeah, a good he's passer. Good, yeah. yeah, he's a good passer. It's fine, but I don't know if he could play defense like Sims. So I think Sims is going to get a lot more minutes than than is projected. You guys have talked about this. Macri talked about this. And when you have a guy like Mitch as your starting center, it's important to have big man depth. And that's why they kept Taj around for as long as they did too, because they knew Mitch was going to miss games. So it's good to have Sims there too, because 
Eventually, Mitch is, Mitch is going to go down for like three or four games, and you're going to need Sims to back up Hartenstein. So life as is, you like only three extra wins here with a whole nother year of tips. Maybe Julius Randle. I don't know if I love the whole nother year of tips part of that. That makes me okay. consider it. Um, All right, I mean, that, 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 that's fair. And, and the only reason I, I really want to ask you that is because now I want to get your take on if the Mitchell trade does go through, right? Where Oh, the number of I, – I already took the – over 39 and a half because the number will change if they trade for Mitchell. So they're definitely going to beat 39 and a half if they make that trade, I think. Even Don't if, you? even if we lose Grimes and Obi. Yeah. Okay. So that, means, Mitchell. so that means we're all over Randall because it, because in that case, Randall's going to have to play 40 minutes. Like he's going to have to play 38 minutes mm. a game. Who's going to back him up? Uh, who's the. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Theron Hunt coming through. Like it, it, it's 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 tough. No, they'll have to they'll have to add someone. Yeah, they'll have to add someone. Yeah, it's gonna be you know somebody mediocre at best. And well, there's got to be someone out there. This just scares me, man. That just feels nah, like this. This just scares know. me. Yeah, it's that 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 worries me. Honestly. But but Ju- Julius Randall should not affect in any way what they do about getting Donovan Mitchell. I don't think. That the thought process around him. No, but I think it should affect how they treat Obi. If you want to get, if you're trying to get rid of, because, okay, so the whole thing about this pro am game, man, and the whole, I would say the only story that should come out of there was this was in the gym in the Bronx, and you have fans, humans showing up and booing Julius Randle. Right, where he's missing shots, where he's bringing up the ball, and this isn't the off season where he's in a good mood. Right, he's playing basketball in his free time with his boys, with his new point guard. Finally, playing with Obi Toppin, which people have been begging for. Right, and he's getting booed. He's approaching a rod status at this point. Like Dude, it doesn't I matter where in New York he goes, he's just gonna get booed and hated on. I don't know if this is – I don't know how much this is going to be able to last, dude. And if you trade Obi Toppin and now Julius Randle's not working out and you have to get rid of him, now you just have a huge gaping hole at power forward, man. And we just talked about the centers, right? They're not They're not exactly uh, Joel Embiid out here. So it's, just, it's, it's different. You know what I mean? We need really good power forwards and – this is why I hope the Knicks are holding on to Obi and why they don't want to trade him because they definitely don't want to trade him. I mean, like, I hope they actually hold on to him because if this Randall thing doesn't work out, and I'm telling you, I'm the number one guy who thinks it should work out. But I'm also the guy who's been saying that as much as I love Madison Square Garden, you know, season ticket holder, I'm there, I'm at the games, I'm at the playoff games. It was really tense in there when Atlanta, with Atlanta. Like we were, we were doing favors for Atlanta the way the crowd was acting. Like it was so tense in there. If we airballed, if we missed, if we got a turnover, it was, it's over. It was over. You know what I mean? Like you could feel it. And we weren't even playing. You know, I'm just standing there. Like a college. Can, that's I like can, a college game. That's it, that's what the garden yeah. feels like. And it, it just, when there's tension on a player, like you feel it, honestly, at Yankee Stadium. 
You know what I mean? When there's tension on a player, like you mentioned, A-Rod, like you just feel it, man. Like you feel it yeah. on him. Like it, that's what it feels like with Julius yeah. Randle. That's A-Rod, A-Rod didn't hide it well either. It's <laughs> a perfect example, yeah. honestly. It really is. And I, um, I, you know, I would love for him to get his chip like A-Rod did, right? <laughs> with the yeah. That'd be amazing. He's not quite as good though. A-Rod. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, well, uh, I mean, Non-steroid A-Rod's pretty much Julius Randle. Ah, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, non-steroid what? A-Rod, come on. Non-steroid A-Rod is Julius Randle? Yeah, non-steroid was the- A-Rod was the first pick in the... Ju- okay, we're... We yeah, he was taking, che- yeah, but he was taking chewies since he was in, in Texas. Look, come on, he's taking chewies all day. That's what he was telling us. He's, he's eating tablets. Ah, he's was the number one overall pick in the draft. He yeah. when he was in Seattle, he was amazing. He was already one of the best players in baseball. I agree. We, we, do I have to defend A Rod now? I <laughs> you might I'm, because yeah, uh, I like A Rod trade. I love yeah. the A Rod trade. But this is this is this is my worry, man. My worry is that if we trade Obi Toppin, right? Because we see that we see the golden prize. We're like, oh, okay, we'll get rid of Obi. We'll keep Grimes. You know what I'm saying? We'll shed the Fournier contract. Everything's amazing. You know, maybe even get rid of Rose so IQ plays more. Everything's fantastic in Knicks land. You know what I mean? Tim doesn't have to make hard decisions, right? Start, you know, play no, D-Rose. They're not hard decisions IQ. for him. Yeah. Like, Ro- you know <laughs> Rose I mean? over anybody. Rose over in- prime Jordan. Is exactly. It, is the you know what I mean? Decision. He doesn't have to make that decision. No more Taj Gibson, right? None of that. And if we lose Obi to the trade because it sounds good, and now Julius Randle isn't working out. Nobody's trading us a power forward for a power forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm personally worried about that situation. So Leon, I hope he doesn't trade his his you know his guy Obi Toppin. I hope that he's just able to finagle a way where it's just a bunch of picks. Hopefully not three. Hopefully we can keep our third. Uh, so we can make, so we can trade it eventually. It's not, I'm not, you know, I'm not being a yeah. martyr here where so we could draft. No, it's so we could literally trade it, uh, you know, later on and take McBride, take Fournier. I don't think they want McBride, right? I mean, he'll, he'll just be added on because he's going to be on the back of our bench. Why not? He's a, you know, he's a good player. I think they'll take him. He's free. Is he a good player? I think so. I think, McBride, I think McBride is, as of right now, a poor man's Marcus Smart with a shot. Oof. Poor man. Poor man. Like Marcus Smart came on the that's scene. That's still really good. He came oh, on the scene. You know, uh, Marcus Smart came on the scene with a lot of minutes played and with a superstar team around him and amazing coaches. Like, you know, I, I do think that McBride, he'd be perfect in Utah. Like, go ahead, go learn. Uh, that's my personal opinion. It, my favorite thing about him is he keeps the ball close to him. You know what I mean? I, I I know it's such a weird thing, but he controls the ball. It's almost like a soccer player controlling the ball. Like it's just always with him. It's near it's near and dear to him, and he can make plays in the NBA. Like we saw, we were begging for McBride at some point. You know what I'm saying? Because he actually played point guard. So I, I don't know. Anybody who plays point guard, right? It's just like to me, like he's. I'm like, wow. Like you're. It's like mm. when I see. A, it's like when I see a quarterback in the NFL playing quarterback. Like as a Jets fan, I'm like, wow. Like how do you do this every like every series? You make first downs. Like wow. You know, like playing against playing against Josh Allen twice a year now. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll leave the we'll leave the Bills the Bills jet slander uh, for a different pod. But this this whole Super Bowl Bills thing, we'll see about all that. Check 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 it out. Check us out on Winning Picks Weekly uh, for some division bets with this whole the Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl nonsense. Oh boy. <laughs> but do you have anything else Start, on the Knicks? Starting this already. Well, I was. I don't. I don't have anything else to say about the the Bills thing. Uh, we'll <laughs> How about the that later. Knicks? <laughs> about the Knicks, I, I don't think so, man. I I said I said what I wanted to say about Mitchell. I hope they I hope they get it done soon. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna happen before. I wouldn't be surprised if it lasts into September, just because that's the way. That's you the know, way Ainge you, operates. I feel like. Don't you, you know think? what's really interesting? I mean, I agree. I I from the Ainge perspective, I agree, and from the Knicks perspective, I actually agree too. Like we're chilling, our boys. We're all playing basketball together. Everybody's happy go lucky. I I can see Leon Rose like, okay, you want it, you you think you're good? We're great. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I can definitely see that approach. Well, here's the thing too. They're waiting. Uh, Ainge is waiting on Durant. Yeah, because if the Heat get Durant, well, then that changes everything. But, they, but that stinks for then, Ainge. Yeah. That's, so he, in his perspective, he should want to make the trade before KD. Well, the Heat aren't going to do that. The, the yep. Knicks know that the Heat that doesn't work for him because the the Knicks know, like everybody else knows, the Heat prefer Durant. Of so course, everybody that. prefers yeah. Durant. I prefer Durant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't think that's a crowd. Yeah, but if the Celtics wind up with Durant, that's when now we're talking. Or yeah, then then it becomes a two team thing. I think that's. Probably what Ainge is waiting on for the Heat to hopefully whiff on Durant, but even so, the Knicks have a better offer than the Heat. They have I'm more picks. A crazy question. Tinfoil hat. NBA schedule yeah. comes out in two weeks. You don't. Th- you don't think that this is going to be done, or the NBA is going to know? Oh, so that it's it can be, be done. It can be Knicks Utah. Yeah, or something. Well, I don't know if Utah's going to make. A, I don't know if Knicks, Utah's going to make. <laughs> I, I don't know. Games but yeah, here. but I'm just saying in general, like they. They, they, you don't think the NBA? I know it's tinfoil hat, but don't they have to somehow know where KD is going to go? You know where okay. where Donovan Mitchell is going to go, so they can make these premier games. Like they can't screw that up. They can't have the like- Nets. Like they can't have the Nets. You know, play like the Lakers on now a prime changed, time game. If, they changed the prime Irving. time. They changed the prime time schedule during the season, though, right? Because remember the Lakers were bad, so they they moved the Lakers out of prime time. That's like NBA TV at the end; they can like flex. Uh, yeah, but it's not. I'm talking about like Christmas and like the big game, the home openers, like stuff like that. Oh yeah, you don't want to put. Mm. I'm just curious. Like yeah, like, I, I just think it affects a lot of teams, right? Like are yeah. they, the Heat are going to have to play. You know, well, the Heat are going to be on on Christmas if they get Durant or not. Yeah, okay, that's, you that's, think you would yeah. think right? Yeah, and yeah. the Celtics are same thing. I guess it just depends who they play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Yeah, well, I, it's just, that, that's a typical tinfoil hat. You know, John speaking. I just, I can't see the NBA being like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, I get, you know, I get what yes. you're saying because if, <laughs> if Durant is still on the nets when the Celtics, when the schedules come out, are they going to do something like put the nets on on Christmas, even though he may not be yeah. on? Yeah. That like if, if Ben Simmons is playing, like where's that Nets Philly game? You know what I'm trying to say? It can't just Nets, be on a random November. Nets day. Philly has to be has to be Christmas, like or where it has to be. So that's what I'm curious about. I'm just curious if end. the NBA is going to be like, "Hey guys, <laughs> like just like like 
even if you don't agree now, like, let me know because mm-hmm. we got to make this schedule. Right? We all got to make some money so that our salary cap goes up. So, uh, <laughs> you know, this is where the revenue comes through. So I'm just curious. That's totally tinfoil hat. But yeah, I, I, I see going into training camp as well. And do you see going into the trade deadline? Last question here. That going into the season, you mean? Yeah, like stuff? like playing basketball, like with this squad. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I wonder how uh, Angel wants to take it far. Like, you want to play? Like, you want to get nuts, Angel? Let's get nuts. Like, yeah. let's go. Like, keep him. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep him. If they still had Gobert, I would say maybe. But they already traded Gobert. I think Ainge just wants to move this rebuild forward. I think he wants to blow the whole thing up before the season starts. I think he wants to trade everyone. I think he wants to trade Conley and Clarkson and Bogdanovich too. I think he wants to blow the whole thing up. I agree. I, I, agree. I, he, I think he's going to do that stuff at the towards the trade deadline. But I think he wants to blow the whole thing up this season. I agree. Uh, listen, man, if I'm Leon Rose, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm playing chicken. I am not touching the wheel. I'm dri- I'm driving straight. I'm, if you want to, you want to turn the wheel? Like, go ahead, because keep Mitchell at $30 million with an ascending contract. Go ahead. Keep him. See who else is going to give you anything. And the price is going to keep going down, right? You know, you know, price goes up, right? Fat Joe. Well, here, the, the, the one price goes down. The one risk you take there is uh, another team swooping in, like adding picks. But yeah. even so, even so, it's a I mean, it's who, co- who comes along with, that's the thing. They're going to want Knicks picks because they're going to think the Knicks are going to suck and, and we do suck. Good picks. Yeah, we do suck. And history shows that our picks are great. But you know the other team that also has amazing picks that I am low, low, low key worried about, Chip? Who? Those pesky Hornets. No. They got nothing to lose, man. They got nothing to lose. Who's and their, Jordan does not care. Well, he doesn't care, but who's, and I know Hayward makes the, the salary work, obviously, but who's their other guy? Would PJ Washington and Gordon Hayward? They'd rather Terry, have PJ. Terry Rozier. Like that's, they got ball. They're not trading Lamelo. I'm just ball. saying, those, I'm just, oh, you just asked what they're going to trade. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I just think they, their picks are valuable. They got some value. Like, I would want the Hornets draft picks. Honestly, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm ranking the Hornets as right. number one and then the Knicks number two. Right. But who are they? You got Hayward and picks. And then what? Who's the young guy? Cause the Knicks got Grimes. Who's their young guy? I guess. Cause PJ, PJ Washington's in the same draft as RJ, right? Mm-hmm. So they'd have to trade. They'd have to pay PJ and they don't want to do that. So I don't know who their young guy is that they counter with for Grimes. They counter Grimes with Jalen McDaniels, Book Knight. Book Knight didn't even play. I know. That's it. Cody Martin. That's it. Nah, they don't. None of those guys are as good as Grimes. Kai Jones, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got nothing. All right, so you you're not scared of the Hornets. I'm just telling you, there's something something about the the those Hornets. I don't know, like well, because that's so many. Jordan would issues. try and do that. Jordan like would have, try and do that. They got they got Harrell off now. the books. They got they got Miles off the books. Yeah, I don't know. He's well. Jordan's probably desperate now to move in like a, a good to get a good player. But and that the Hayward storyline is definitely going to move that forward. But 
like I said, I, I just. That's fair. You know, who's, who's, the, other, know, who's the other guy? Who's you know, the, you know, Gordon me, Hayward and picks. No, I, they could be part of this four team. You know, I haven't run it through the trade machine. I haven't run it through, uh, uh, cap rules, everything around me with Jeremy, but they could be this fourth, you know, this fourth team where, you know, we always know they love Julius Randle also. Yeah. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll be able to grab him. Maybe they'll just be involved in the trade. We'll see. It they have, they like have lots the, of cap space. Yeah. They could, could be like the Lakers. Yeah, it could be. Everybody's talking about the Lakers dumping Westbrook. They could want to get in to dump Hayward. Yeah. Yo, Westbrook on the Hornets would be fantastic. Honestly, him and him and him and Ball, whatever, yo. Oh, I would. Does it run it? That's the last thing I would want if I were a Hornets fan. Westbrook the, is a Jordan is a Jordan guy. Jordan oh, Green. Jordan Jordan would love it. I'm sure. Dude, they're gonna be hyped. I'm telling you. I, I don't know. My, my, the last note here is my tinfoil hat. I'm. The Hornets are going to be involved in this trade some some way somehow. I just hope it's not for Mitchell, like them receiving him. But I do think they're going to be involved. Russ for Hayward is an interesting one. I could see that. All right, and there you have it. Uh, another Knicks, Jets, etc. Knicks episode brought to you by our boy Chip Murphy and I. No Alex Terrace today. Uh, he's off for the week, but as always. Please make sure to like, subscribe to our YouTube, uh, hit the notification button. Nick's comma Jets comma ETC. Nobody writes it out. That's just wild. Subscribe to our uh, like our our Twitter, our Facebook. Just subscribe to it all. Hit us up. Listen to Winning Picks Weekly, Winning P Weekly on Twitter. Uh, we're about to record that right now. We got the Pac-12. Uh, coming up here, some more Major League Baseball bets, but we're football's back. We're on to the futures. Pac-12 with our boy Chip and Greg, who don't miss a college football game. Um, it's going to be awesome. We're going to run through all the college divisions, and we're going to run through all the NFL divisions. And as always, the Jets episode, we are in turmoil. We are. The, the fan base is imploding on itself. <laughs> Training camp. Uh, so definitely check us out there as well. All right. Anything else, Chip? Obviously, catch Chip. Chip Murphy 7, Twitter. Winning Picks Weekly. That's about it for me. Anything else, Chip? Check out Knicks Fan TV. Knicks Fan TV. Shout out CP. Shout out to the Tratocaster. Shout out to JD Sports. We out. Let's go, Knicks. <laughs>